welcome to a special edition of the Mash Those Buttons Mashcast. I am Jared, and I'm here with Scourge of Iron Forge and Games Industry Public Defender Nick Zelenkevich. You know why this is a special edition? Why? Because we're actually recording one for once. Oh, Nick's got <laughs> jokes. Nick's got jokes. Yes, we have been away for a little bit. We'll get into that a little later. But for now, I want to introduce our special guest, which if you listen to Wild Talk, you know her already. Ray Lou from Wild Talk. Say hi. Hey, you guys. Yeah. So Ray is on this special edition with us because um, I guess it's never really come up on Wild Talk, but professionally, she is a QA tester. She uh, she is a QA tester, and she has worked. Actually, the last game she worked on was, uh, we're not going to mention the game or the, the company that it was for, but it was it was pretty big. A lot of people played it. Let's <laughs> just put it like that. It, it, it was pretty big. It was it was a very big. It was a pretty big production. So, um, you know, this wasn't like some small time QA testing for an indie game. This was a a big AAA deal. And uh, over the over the last few years, um, even especially this uh, this uh, holiday season with Assassin's Creed, we saw some major bugs make it into the uh, into the final product. Uh, and it it, 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 things got really bad. Well, Assassin's Creed, oh, what else was there? Halo was having major trouble. Before that, Battlefield 3 and 4 suffered from major bugs after release for long periods of time. Uh, so we thought it might be a good idea to get some insight on what actually goes on in QA. Is it the QA's fault that, you know, these bugs getting through? Is it the developer's fault that it's getting through? Is it the publisher's fault that it's getting through because they're rushing everybody and just want to get the game on the shelf. You can answer that question in, in that podcast right now, right? Okay. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, when it comes to, like, games coming out and just having, like, so many issues as they are with actually a good handful of titles nowadays, it's, I feel like it's probably, like, a mix of everyone because of just timing and how they're, like, handling it, you know? And it's, like, really frustrating because, you know, at one end it's just, like, you know, maybe the publishers, they want you to focus on this one part, and then developers are pushing you to do something else, and then, and then unfortunately, you know, you have some of the actually the QA testers that are not always up to par on doing the job because they feel like it's like, oh, I get to play games all day long, and I don't feel like that all of them always like are doing their hundred percent, you know. So it's kind of a, I think it's a big mix. Okay, uh, now let me ask you, so what do you think is like, what was like a prerequisite to be? A QA test. I know that's actually not one of the questions we talked about, but I just thought about it. So, what what's like a prerequisite to to get into QA? Like, what kind of requirements are they looking for? Um, I mean, it's really just filling out the application and just filling out, you know, what you know and what you don't know. They don't really look for any specifics, I suppose, unless if it's like, unless if like the developers themselves are looking for specific things. But I mean, I ended up hearing about it, you know, from someone else and then it had come up and I just tried applying for it and you know got an email and a phone call and that's how it happened for me okay so like they're not looking for anybody with any specific writing skills or reading skills there's no uh type of test to get in like you know once you get past the application process nothing like that no I mean once you get called in they they do um you know come in for interviews I know for myself personally I had interview and then I actually had an immediate follow-up interview afterwards and they're i mean the biggest thing they're probably looking for is just you being able to like dedicate time like lots of time to being there 
because they might call you in to like work an extra day, work some extra hours, you know, just to get stuff done. So, so you didn't have like a set schedule then? You just came in when they called you in? No, I mean, they it was separated between um, day shift and night shift, you know, so that's that's pretty much the extent of, I guess, requirements for that. That you are available day or night. Yeah, but you only stick with one just because of the hours that they have. It would be impossible, I think, for you to go from night to day and day to night. You would probably be dead. <laughs> do do they have like people working uh, on the like around the clock QA or is it like you know let's say earliest shift starts at six a.m. last shift ends at like two a.m. Like if you're working, let's say like day shift, you start like. 6 a.m. You can work from like there's there will be like a a time gap between like before the next shift starts and until the until like night shift ends and then between I think for us for uh, night shift to day shift was probably like a like a like a four hour gap of mm. nobody working. Wow! So they do take breaks. Yeah. I guess the management needs to catch a nap. <laughs> Somebody has to. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. So let's actually get into the questions that we already we actually told you we were going to ask. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you describe your day to day process when you get into the office? What's going on? Well, after you actually finish training, because um, they they do go over what you're expected to work on, you know, and stuff like that. And then you actually, you know, after training, you get to go work. And um, basically, they have like divided sections on what's more important to do first. And then they kind of go through there. So it's like you kind of do your own login and check, you know, what needs to get done. There's obviously, you know, emails with if there's goals or things that they're looking for, they'll let you know. But then, you know, you yourself will have, you know, different tasks to look for. And then that, you know, those will be your assignments for the day. And then you have to just kind of go through and do whatever is important to them first, which will change all the time, even within the same day of what they want you to do. So it's broken down into kind of like that. I don't know how specific you wanted me to get into that. Oh, tell us everything. Tell me, tell you everything. Tell um, me everything. <laughs> um, but basically, like, you know, obviously there's going to be looking for issues, you know, with the game itself. Um, other sections will be things like the developers will give tasks for you to specifically try out, you know, and just to see, you know, they're looking for something specific like, hey, you know, is there going to be something wrong with this level, you know? And they'll give you tasks to go through. And some of them are kind of funny because I heard from one of Night Shift's, uh, their task was to give in was to uh, go bake a cake or something. But obviously they were just kidding, but they still wrote directions for that. So, <laughs> uh <-huh>. um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, there's stuff like that. And then, you know, they'll have different sections if they have to, like, stress test the game itself and whatnot. And, like, you might get called to go work on something else, too, so... You know, I know for me, for, for me, I had to, like, do stuff with the Kinect, and I wanted to strangle it because the thing is a piece of crap. <laughs> I, I mean, this, the Kinect <laughs> for the X1. Yeah, for the X1. Yeah, having to, like, talk to the machine and try to make sure the commands work, and I'm like, go fuck yourself, because it wouldn't, wasn't picking up anything I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting so mad. I'm like, I'm done with this thing. <laughs> I don't even know why they bother. Still. I, like, I don't know. Like, nobody who wants... Why? Just because it's there doesn't mean you have to use it. Because but, people like things where it's a novel idea. So, you know, it, how it happens. 
but did, did you find that, especially like when you're dealing with something like the Connect, where it's not working? I mean, obviously, all you can do is just say like, "I tried this; it didn't work." Did you see any kind of like improvement as like the process went along? That like, oh, like they're getting better with the you know the Connect commands, or was it just that never worked and there was no point to it? And um, and I don't know if you've had the chance to play the game at retail, but to see if it is still just as bad as it was then. Oh, I don't even have a connect because I just I have no point in using it. But uh, but no, like after a while when things weren't working, I would just go from like, hey, this thing hates me, or it doesn't work. If you want someone else to try to do it, or if you can get a quieter location, because like you know we're sitting next to like a gabillion machines and it's like five gabillion degrees in there, and you're like dying. It's like a sweatshop. How many zeros are behind gabillion? Um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Is that a technical a specification that you used in your reports? <laughs> yes, all the time. <laughs> but um, okay. but yeah. So yeah. no, sorry. But yeah, that's uh basically how it goes. It's just that you have to basically you have tasks and then the things that you have to look for. You know, if there's any downtime or whatever, then you know if they're like, okay, there's no tasks for you to do or you're finished off, then you know you can go and help someone else, or you can go ahead and just kind of go ahead and go through the game and try to look for actually, you know, different things or something new because, you know, you want to keep looking for stuff so they can work on the game and not have weird mutated faces or whatever, like in Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah, I guess they didn't get that directive in <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed. We, we, we will get to Assassin's Creed. Okay. Because <laughs> that shit, unexcusable. <laughs> Unexcusable. Obviously not the game you worked on. No. <laughs> Isn't that the problem? That if, if Ray had worked on that, then uh, Ubisoft would, would have actually put out a good game? Right? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Nick's right. They, it had more problems than the bugs. It would, it's the first Assassin's Creed that I really just have sitting here. Not playing. It's actually sitting on top of my Xbox One. That's how you know it's not going to get played. Uh-oh. It's like a graveyard. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Okay, so uh, did you find that it was more of you playing the game and trying to find bugs, or was there more directive like stuff like, we know this might be a problem, so find this? So like, what was that? Um, they never really actually got in saying, I mean, you would have a handful of things, like there was a point where I think um, there was like a firmware update that had made like some type of error, so then like things... And anything you wanted to try online wasn't going to work. So, you know, there there would be, like, anything major like that, they would send an email out. It would be like, all right, we know this is an issue. Do not write up an issue for this. <laughs> you know, like, they would tell us for that. But uh, other than that, it would just be like, you know, you want to make sure when you're looking for issues that their main goal is to not have you write something that somebody else has already written because then you're just kind of wasting the developer's time, you know, because, you know, getting something back and someone telling you that this has already been written is kind of, like, shitty, you know? So it's really important that you're really thorough with looking for that. So, I mean, most of the time it's, like, finding an issue, and then I feel like, personally for myself, I always, like, I never want to, you know, make that mistake and write something that somebody else has already written. But the problem is, you know, not everybody writes the same way. So sometimes, like, you have to start, like, being creative and finding, like, different words that someone else might use. And then see if it's like written or not, you know. Oh, so that, okay. Yeah, so you know, some on some of my day, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm like, how else would I explain this? I can't tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, how else would you like explain this situation? And then you know, kind of you know, research and find if someone else has written that. But um, 
you know, but playing through the game itself and um, more often than not, you know, they'll have you do that. But it, it's kind of like Murphy's Law. Like you think you're going to be able to do that. But then once you start one project, like I've always got pulled off to go like do something else or someone else needs, you know, help because, you know, hey, this is going to take like three people. So can you come help me? And then, you know, I got to stop what I'm doing and then go help them because they asked me because, you know, you should be doing a team effort thing. So. So it's very frustrating sometimes because you know you they you know they want you to meet goals and get all the stuff done, but then when it comes down to like you know whether they're gonna fix it or not, which I'm sure you're gonna ask about, um, you know, then you're like, Ugh. right. right. <laughs> I guess here's a here's a question for you. Another one I really think of earlier. In a lot of games, actually, I'm gonna mention Destiny specifically, because uh, in Destiny there's a lot of cheese you can do in different levels to beat bosses and things like that. Um, because you can either, like, glitch out the level, or you can get into certain positions that you know as a fact you were not, you were, the game was never designed for you to go there and for you to do stuff. Uh, if you found something like that while doing, you know, quality assurance and sent it to the devs, is that something that they take seriously, or just, like, whatever? Well, um, as you're writing stuff and then putting it through, you actually have, like, I guess, I don't know if you call them, like, I guess they're, like, a, I guess you're boss I guess you know that are that's there that oversees everything they look at everything before they process it through just in case if you don't write something correctly or if they catch that like they know somebody else read it like had written it or whatever Mm -hmm. then you know they'll go ahead and tell you if it's okay then you know they'll put it through and whatnot but um but yeah like I already forgot part of the question because I'm like babbling about crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is how no, much I was talking mind. about cheese, like you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's oh, not yeah. necessarily broken. Like it, it, it's not like it's not something that's gonna break the game or ruin the player experience. But it's like a bug, or uh, I, I won't even know if I, I guess I'm trying to ask if it's considered a bug where there is stuff in the game that the player can use unintentionally to get things done. Like in Destiny, there's so many places or so many I just watch videos of people cheesing certain levels in Destiny or you know an activity that's supposed to take three people you have one guy going through and doing it on his own because he's able to exploit I guess you could say it's exploit there we go that's the word that we need to use for we've had issues like that and you know what'll happen is you know uh, let's say you know I, I put something through like that you go you put it through and they check it and they say okay and they put it through sometimes developers will like come back and either they will or they won't fix it and there are times if they say they won't fix it then like you know depending on the the person who had written it sometimes you would like you know uh get upset you know i know it's like seriously like this is actually pretty bad you know and they're like well you know go ahead we'll try to put it through and tell them that they should fix this you know and sometimes you have to talk with you know your lead and let them know like hey like i really feel like this needs to get fixed but you know in the end the developers have a say on whether they're going to work on it or not you know Right. Okay. Did you find that you were running into more bugs that weren't getting fixed later in the process, or was it something earlier where they were just saying like, "Oh, like we'll we'll focus on that, but get to that later"? Um. Well, like from since uh when I was working there, I had gotten into probably like towards the end of uh the testing at the end of the game and everything like that. That it felt like it looks like in the beginning they they did work on everything, and then slowly as time progressed, you have people finding more and more things, and then like. You know, they continue to work on things, but then it's, it would slow down, and you would probably get, like, you know, maybe, like, 80% of the stuff you get back, they're, like, you know, won't fix, 
and then sometimes they'll give you an explanation, sometimes they won't give you an explanation. You know, sometimes they'll say, you know, maybe we'll we'll, we'll do it later on. And and sometimes uh, if they don't even explain it, they you know you ask a lead and they'll tell you it's like, well, they might not necessarily not fix it right away, but they might save it for like down the line because they don't find it to be like a like a super huge issue. Was there ever anything where they were just like, we can't fix that, we don't know how, it's just broken? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if they would say they don't know how, but you know they would just tell you that they won't. Because I feel like sometimes they, you know, since they're like leaps and bounds above you, quote unquote, that they probably some feel like they don't have to explain everything, you know. And if it's down to crunch time, you can kind of tell because there are times where like sometimes people write things and it's like they're really, really grumpy. And then you just kind of have to like inhale, exhale and just move on to something else and try not to get too mad. Or if you have to, then bitch about it during break to someone that you're working with, you know. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Let's see, what else we got for you? Oh, you actually already answered the next question. <laughs> How far into the game's development were you brought in? But you said you were, it was toward the end of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was at the end. Because they, I mean, I don't know how early they start doing any of this stuff because, uh, you know, the they don't really give you, I guess, a time frame of, like, how long you're going to be working. And you can only work for so long for, the, for QA testing itself. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so did you find the job repetitive? Like it wasn't just, it was like the same thing every day. Yes. (laughs) Very, very, it's, it's like any other job, honestly. Like it's almost like retail, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, everybody knows in retail business, they're always looking for numbers and all that stuff. And it was the same way. They, they want you to write, you know, Hey, write a zillion bugs. Um, but so we're not going to fix them. Quotas. Yeah, like quotas. yeah, you have quotas. And like I said, so, you know, and it's just because, you know, they want you to like be competitive with the opposite shift that you're working. It's like, well, they wrote this many, you should write this many. But then it's just like, then you start wondering when you're writing them and then slowly you get more that said they're not fixing it. Then you're like, you know, sometimes like people are writing like crap bugs because it's just like they are pushing for you to write. Oh, well, we found this many things. It's like, yeah, but what's the point if you don't, you know, don't want to like fix these things like I wish they would be more specific on like hey you know maybe for the next two weeks we want to try to find issues with like you know programming with like animations or whatever or if there's something wrong with you know just like specific things so people actually look for it instead of like finding things that they probably won't fix you know yeah like not everybody's gonna like you know hump the side of a wall and look for a little hole in the floor or whatever you know <laughs> right well, yeah. as a as a retail person playing the game not you know, QA tester. <laughs> yeah. So that's so if they have like bug quotas, wouldn't that to me that would promote people like you said, writing crap bugs. Yep. Or writing up stuff that's stupid and then well, I would say wouldn't the bug queue or however they decide to um fix the bugs or the you know, order of importance, wouldn't that just kind of fill up with garbage? Well they you have when you do fill it out, I mean they, they do, you know, have you fill out like what level you think that um you know that the issue is you know so if it's like something major that's gonna like completely like fuck up your game you know you're gonna have to go ahead and put it down that it's like a like a high issue so they they do have a cue for like how you know which ones and i don't know like how many developers they have that kind of like kind of filter through and go and send it off because i'm sure there's like a bunch of different separate teams that have to look at only certain ones or whatever okay 
Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, it seems kind of productive, but then a lot of big businesses they they go, they go for quantity, not quality. So right. That uh, that that could explain that. Well, I'd have to I'd have to think that as long as you've got a good filter on the bug reports, and like Ray was saying, at least, I guess if they're assigning a level to the difficulty of the bug, or, or I guess the significance of the bug. In that case, yeah, if you've got two teams kind of competing, like, trying to come up with as many bugs as they can, even if you've got a large number of bullshit stuff, like, the important stuff is still going to get caught. And as long as you can filter that out and get the get the important stuff, you know, tagged and addressed, I, I think that system actually kind of makes sense. It, it, it actually seems economical as far as you've now got two teams argue, competing over trying to help you find everything. So I, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> That is true, but at the same time, now, like, every... Since you have a quota to write... Let me ask this. What's, like, a bug quota? Like, in terms of... Was it individual quota or was it team quota? Um, well, you know, sometimes it's like, we want you to guys write... Like, try to find, like, ten bugs today or whatever, you know? And then, then, like, they try to do things, like, during the course of the week. And they're like, hey, night shift wrote this many and day shift wrote this many. Or, you know, if there's a team that happens to be like in another area of the the U.S. and it's like, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so did this much. Like, let's say, I don't know, like Atlanta, you know, like, oh, Atlanta's team wrote, wrote this many bugs and our team over here wrote this many, you know, let's kick their butt and try to do more. And they they would try to push us to write more stuff. But, you know, again, it's it gets really frustrating after all because, as Nick was saying, you know, it's nice to have a system, but the problem is down to the workers themselves. Like, there are times where I end up getting something back. It's like, oh, it's already been written. But the problem is the other person that actually wrote the same thing didn't really put it in the right section, so I couldn't find it. Because, you know, when I'm, like, trying to find out, okay, it's on, you know, it's in this level, at this part, and, you know, you fill it out to be as specific as possible, and then you have someone else that's writing something, but they don't really label, like, you know, tagging it with what's supposed to be properly tagged with, then you're like... Well, hell. Right, okay. Did you ever find, like, a bug that was already written, except it, maybe it wasn't tagged with the same level of severity that you thought it should have been tagged as? Yeah, I've had that happen before as well. And is is there any way for you to sort of edit the bug report to get the, the severity updated, or do you have to go to the person that wrote it and have them edit it, or...? No, it's basically whoever had written it first. If you're the one that wrote the duplicate or whatever, then yours is, sh is uh, basically closed off. And isn't opened again, you know, to be fixed because someone else already written it, so it's already under their thing instead. So if somebody finds like a game-breaking bug and they tagged it as like it's not that important, like nobody else can come in and be like that needs to be looked at. Like you can't, there's, there's no way to like raise a flag on that issue. Well, no, if uh, if it's something like that, like if you had found something that was like a really like major like game-breaking bug, and like you know I had written or and um and I had written something earlier, but I didn't mark it down as is, then you would go up and talk to your lead and be like, hey, like, you know, I was going to write this, but someone else already did, um, you know, and I think it's a pretty major issue. Is there any way you can, like, bump that up? And then, you know, they would probably look at it and, you know, if it was that bad, and, you know, sometimes they, they would also, you know, try it out themselves. And if it is, then, you know, they, they're able to edit that and, and fix it, you know, mark it appropriately for the severity or whatever. Okay. Uh, did you have any actual, actual fun playing the game? Like... Uh... <laughs> and I guess that's subjective to like the actual game that uh the actual game that you're playing. So right, I mean, it comes down to like you know, of course, when you're going in, if it's not a genre that you're used to, or if you don't know it, it it's one of those you have to learn, you know, how how to play the game first, and then just kind of go from there. 
and then over time, once you get used to it, it can be fun, you know, but then, as always, you might have someone that might be a little bit better than you playing the game, and then you get frustrated, but it's okay, because we all have the same goals, just try to make sure the game doesn't come out like crap with 50 billion patches on day one. <laughs> I think if I was in that position, I'd, if my sole purpose would be to dominate unmercifully. <laughs> And that's probably why I wouldn't make a good test. Isn't that already your sole purpose in life? <laughs> well, yeah. But that, I mean, I don't know. I just, maybe I wouldn't report a bug simply because I'm like, I'm going to use that later. There are, there are people that did stuff like that. Really? Yep. There are people I that was just that fucking would, around. No, okay. there, there are people that would do stupid stuff like that. It's like, really? And But, you know, obviously, hopefully down the line, somebody else will find it or, or write it up. But, yeah, there are people who are like, oh, yeah, I found this thing. And they're like, like really? <laughs> Trying to, you know... You know, people, like, try to find ways to climb out of any level or any, like, environment or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> it yeah. happens. Again, not everybody works for good, right? So. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I can't joke around, because people really do shit that I talk about. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes in a negative way, like, why would you really do that at your job? <laughs> You're know, like, it's because, uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I am. Not going to get into it. Okay, uh, so... Uh, oh, I guess oh, Nick had a question. Are you allowed to have fun playing the game? Um, yeah, probably during your break. If oh, you, you, so you, if, you can play during your break? Just yeah, to if, fuck around? If, and... Yeah, if you, if you want to. Like, I mean, I actually, I, I saw, like, one of the guys, like, uh, as long as it wasn't anything for... Like, you can't use their... Machines for, you know, I mean, for if you're bringing, like, another game in. Like, I thought about it, but it was such a long day that I just never felt like bringing it in. Because, like, you know, I thought, oh, it'd be fun if I, like, brought my Dreamcast in and we played, like, Power Stone or whatever, you know? Just to break up the monotony of looking at the same shit every day. You know, but, like, you, you know, we were allowed to, like, bring in our own systems for our own stuff that had nothing to do with, you know, the game that you're working on. But, yeah, there are some people who do enjoy, you know, the game that they're testing out. And, yeah, instead of, like, you know checking their phone or whatever, going out for a cigarette break or getting a snack or whatever. Like, some people will just sit down and just, just play. Huh. So, I mean, if you want to, just just don't do it during the time you're supposed to be actually, you know, working. Is, so were, is... were people allowed, like, to stay late and, like, just mess around? Like, not actually doing any testing purposes, just like, I feel like beating this game tonight, so I'm going to stay here no. for the next two hours. No, you, you wouldn't be allowed to stay just because the next shift of people would come in and they really only have enough you know, machines set up for the people to be working on that. And plus, if you had stayed there long enough, you'd probably be pretty tired because you'd have to be in the next day. You people have homes, right? If you beat the game. (laughs) (laughs) Not if you beat the game. When when you say the machines were set up, I mean, were they discs that people were taking in and out, or was everything like just hard right on the system? No, you cannot take the disc, and I think it depended on the console and how it was done. I don't know how they chose which one to do it or whatever, but there was a mix between both, like, putting it on the hard drive or having it on a disc. But yeah, you know, you were never allowed to take that home. That'd be the biggest no-no. Wasn't there some type of issue they just had with Gears of War? Yes. See? You can't yeah. do that. Well, no, what it, what was it? Uh, some, <laughs> I guess some of the developers, they actually, like, put up videos on YouTube of them playing the next Gears of War. Was it YouTube or was it on the Microsoft? I think it was like on the Xbox like thing. I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was on YouTube, but it, it, it might be. Been. Well, you can actually. I think you can upload the YouTube, so it probably is. Yeah. 
and Microsoft wasn't too happy about that. They banned their Xbox Live IDs. They bricked them. <laughs> they bricked them, yeah. Well, no, I, I guess they can still play offline. The, 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 the uh, Xboxes are still usable offline, but what good is that? They basically bricked them. Yeah, yeah, that... Yeah, Microsoft wasn't too happy about it. But the thing is, the, the way Microsoft reacted, now you know, oh, that was legit. Like, that is actual Gears. But it's just for the Gears remake from what I heard, so... Get too excited, I get at least. Unless you're into, you're that really heavy into remakes, yeah. But eh, whatever, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> uh, so I mean, obviously, oh, I would imagine you're under NDA while you're working of on course. the game, so you can't talk about it. So you can't even talk about it like with your husband, which is no. Eric from Wild yeah. Talk. So by no, the way, no talking about anything to anyone about anything. It's like. It's like someone telling you a secret, and for real, easy. Just you can't talk to anybody about it. I'm sure, you know. Again, not everybody does it for good, but you know, anybody that keeps asking me, my answer is always, you know, Hello Kitty Adventure Island. Huh. <laughs> That's what what if you actually on. got put on that game? Well, what happened at that point? Well, I'm, I'd be fucked, it, or I'd have to, you know, come up with another title with that's just quirky. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like jury duty. You'd have to be like, I, I'm sorry, I need to be excused from this. <laughs> this, this is my go-to default answer. I can't yeah. test this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, what was the, the ratio of gameplay to paperwork? Uh, there was probably... Uh, there's probably more gameplay than paperwork to do, just because again, you know, you end up running into just stuff that people have already written, or you know, like myself, like I would always get pulled off of stuff because you know sometimes they're like, Ray, you know, how come you ever written, you know, a couple more? I'm like because so and so and so and so keep asking for help because they need an extra person to do this because they can't do it by themselves or whatever. You know, it's like if you want me to, then tell them not to ask me to do that, and I'll work on my own stuff because you know I don't want to yell at anybody. I know everybody. You know, again, it's it's a team thing. And it's, it's like raiding. So you never, like, just turned around like, well, maybe if you taught Steve to do his fucking job, I would have more bugs to write. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) that going on? (laughs) Just start fucking freaking out at everyone. Look away from me, Steve. Don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, there are definitely, we had some people who, like, I don't know, I felt like they just didn't care to do their job, and I'm just like, oh my god, can't work with this person. Yeah, I hate that. I, yeah. That happens. Yeah, but, uh, but that's any job, you know? Well, my last job was the same way. You just have people who like, oh, this is fun. It's like, no, you, I need you to do work, guys. It's work. <laughs> yeah, Did you work. find anyone there who was like a QA lifer? That like, this is like this is their like umpteenth or hundredth game that they've been working on in QA. And so for them, it's much more of a, a monotonous trudge. You know, much more of a, a, a stereotypical day job. Um, than it might be for those of us who kind of look at the, you know, who might look upon people who get to play video games all day and be like, ooh, like, you know, is that part of it maybe? I I think you could tell who those people were, you know what I mean? It's like their lifestyle, but, you know, because it's like, you know, working for a bigger company and how actually a lot of companies are like this nowadays is, you know, they don't want to give you full time because then they have to offer benefits. So you don't really get to work, you know, the whole entire year so it's you you would get a break in between and stuff like that kind of like when i tried to work for barnes and nobles and and i couldn't apply for both jobs because they don't want to give you benefits so i didn't do that (laughs) i was like oh i can't work the cafe and the bookstore that's stupid (laughs) 
Okay. I'm done. No, uh, <laughs> no. They uh they want you to work, but they don't want to pay them medical bills. Nope. Yeah, so so yeah, so they can work there, but you can only work there for so long before you're cut off with a you know, I don't know what their uh time frame is for any I don't know yeah, I don't know what it is for I don't know if that's like a in the US or whatever. I don't know if they have like a specific like you can work and then it goes off of, you know, full time whatever for the calendar year and then you can start again. So they probably rotate out some of those. There's no lifers. Hmm. Well, for all we know, they could just be bouncing between other companies. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. They could. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess you talked about it being challenging be describing bugs. Oh, yeah. You know, what's going on. I guess it's kind of like if you if you have like a car problem but you're not in the cars. Yeah, it's kind of going like nick, 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 nick every time yep. I make a left turn. Like, <laughs> that's what's going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like those car commercials, right? Rear, what? What is that noise? I don't even know what you're doing. Like, yeah. no, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it's um, you know, for someone like personally for me, like I'm not the best writer, but it was easier than actually like trying to do like reviews like you guys, just because it's more of being specific of what the issue is, and I'm always as detailed as possible. So my goal is to never have someone question me on what I was writing because I want them to be able to find it. So sometimes I would get stuck because I'm like. How do I describe how to get here? And then, you know, God forbid if there's a map involved, then I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> north, <laughs> north, what? Great, the map turned. I don't know where I'm going, you know? So sometimes, like, that would get hard. But, um, you know, and, and that, you know, and then doing that, sometimes I feel like, you know, if you find an issue, sometimes he's like, for me, sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't know how to write that. Maybe I'll just sit on this one until I can actually figure out how to write this one. Ah, crap. <laughs> you know, because it, it gets hard sometimes because then you're just like, I don't know how to explain this thing. And then you got to like sit on it because I've had issues where like I found something I was talking with someone next to me about it, but there's some kid who like overheard it and actually took one of my bugs. <laughs> and I'm like, and I went to go write it the next day and then I went to go see it was already written. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, God damn it. Uh... I want to be like, God damn it, Kenny. And shoot him in his face. <laughs> like South Park style, shoot him in his face. Uh, that's see that's like in the hiring process I would imagine like that'd be like some of the one of the questions I would I would think they would ask but obviously I'm wrong like you know do you understand technical terms like do you know uh what uh frame loss is uh do you know like what you know tessellation is like so you can describe the different problems you know that you have you know yeah like, yeah like uh yeah, I don't think they did. Like, I, the, you know, once I got to know some of the guys there and talking with them, you know, sometimes they would talk about um some of the, like the people they've interviewed when they when the company first started doing all this stuff or whatever. It's just they they really just hired like anyone and everyone because it's again it's like retail. You're like on the bottom of the totem pole. You just hire whoever to kind of fill that space, right. you know. And then you can you know you can tell the difference again when you're working. You know who's been there for a while because some of them act holier than thou art. And kind of have their nose up in the air about stuff where they try to, like, you know, outwit you on, I know this term, and try to, like, be all Mr. Smarty Pants. I'm like, I don't really give a shit if you think you're better than me. Like, look at where we're at. <laughs> not, like, we're, we're not in corporate, guys. Like, yeah. we're on the same field. Like, this is not going to do anything for you, so whatever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, if you, once, once I got to know some of the people and, you know, they, they give you 
uh, like a pamphlet. So you kind of like, you have a, I always kept the paper with me just to look at it in case I didn't understand something because again, you know, you need to, you should be detailed as possible to actually know like what section something goes to. So it kind of goes to the right, you know, team or whatever. Uh, so they can actually work on it instead of just kind of staring at it and going, well, you know, why didn't they fill this out or whatever? And, um, you know, getting to know them, you know, some people will help you out. And, or if I wasn't sure, I would ask, you know, someone that's been there. So I actually am, um, you know, pretty good friends with one of the guys there. And sometimes we talk from time to time. But like, you know, when I was there, I, I told him, like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just like, I just don't want to mess up. So, you know, I thought it was this, but, you know, would I put it under something else? And, you know, some people will be really helpful and, and actually tell you what to put it under. Or, again, you can always ask a lead too. Unless if they're in a bad mood, I guess. <laughs> oh. Okay. So uh, when you do write the bugs, I imagine they have to be pretty detailed. Like, or do they spit them back at you if they're just not detailed enough? Yeah, I mean, um, if if a lead look like I said, the lead looks at it, you know, before it actually gets processed through, and you know, he or she will be like, "Hey, Ray, you know, can you put in this part or whatever?" And then they'll let you know. And I mean, the first thing they tell you there is like, you know, when you're writing this. Write as if the person that's looking at this has no idea what they are doing and go from there. So, I mean, so you always just have to write it as if the person that you're giving them like literal instructions on how to do this, how to get there and what you need to do. So you just have to just act like the person knows nothing. So, gotcha. Yeah. So you just have to do that. That makes sense. Like, yeah, just be because I mean, I guess it's hard enough, <laughs> you know, finding the bug in the code, right. to, you know, give them some type of idea of what might be happening right okay so uh what kind of security measures do they take uh you know to make sure that you don't you know leak information take screenshots take video stuff like that oh uh, well, i mean i know the biggest thing is you know don't have your cell phone out which is totally fine i mean that makes sense because you know people shouldn't be taking any pictures or trying to leak anything and it sucks again because there's there's you baddies out there that don't know how to be a good person or whatever <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I mean, they have that, and I'm sure there's cameras around, you know, that they have, so if there's an issue, that would be taken care of properly and stuff like that. Um, I know there's sometimes there's, uh, I know there are people who would, like, on their off time or, like, you know, during their, well, not off time, like, at home, but during break or whatever, sometimes, you know, someone might find that someone leaked something, and, you know, they would go ahead and report that and, and write that up as a bug. <laughs> You know, like, you know, on this site, yeah, yeah, there's someone had found something that someone was, uh, they had, like, I forget what happened, but, like, it was just something that was, like, not good or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but, yeah, something had happened, and, like, and all of a sudden everybody just kind of, like, stopped what they were doing, like, what's going on? And, you know, so then everyone's, like, pulling files trying to find out what to do, and they're like, okay, heads developers, blah, 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 is there going to be a lawsuit, you know, and, and, you know, things like that will happen, and I think that a couple of days later, it's like, oh, well, the company's gonna, you know, you know, bring out lawyers and this and this and that and whatever. So, I mean, it happens, you know, so you'll have people who are fishing around for that stuff to find out so it doesn't happen. Because, I mean, you know, you don't ever want to lose your job over doing anything stupid anywhere, you know? I mean, you, you want to work. People like having money so they can buy games and keep playing games, and it's hard to get a job when you fuck up, so you should probably keep that in mind. Right, yeah. See that? Hmm. I mean, like, uh, I, I like for your game specifically, I didn't hear of any leaks uh, coming out of that game. So uh, if there were some leaks, maybe they they dropped they they uh found them really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and took care of them. Like that might be uh, you know, what happened? Because I'm thinking I didn't hear about a single leak for your game. Okay. Usually I don't. Which is interesting. 
Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, that's because I'm not a blabbermouth, so you're not going to hear anything from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, some. I guess some people are just so happy to be working in QA. Yeah. You know, that they're just like, oh my god, this happened, this happened, you won't believe what's going to happen to this character, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. So they, like, you, you know, you're not supposed to have your cell phones on, I guess, like, in the testing area, but they don't, like, take them from you or anything like that? No, they don't take them from us. Okay. But I bet, like, do they, like, when you get hired, do they ask you for social and media information? Like, do you use Twitter? Do you use Facebook? You know, stuff like no, that. No, they didn't actually, they didn't ask for any of that stuff. That's interesting. I would. Right? Yeah. You got a friend me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend me. Yep. That's why you requested my friendship. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that and the cookies. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, one of them did write asking for asking for cookies for oh, yeah. a 50 gallon toad. I was like, I, I can't make you 50 gallons, and I'm going to have to have, make a giant cookie tax for uh, my friend and owe him just as many fucking cookies. Exactly. Tell him I, I, de- I declined his request. <laughs> Like, no, sorry. Do, do, do you ever need anyone to QA test your cookies? Ah, uh, no, we're good. Oh, <laughs> it's Jared. He QA tests all my cookies. Wow. In a totally non-sexual way. <laughs> all right, so we actually we touched on it a little bit earlier about the, you know, bugs either getting rejected or getting by developers. Uh, but like, uh, uh, do you have there been any bugs that just knowingly you know that a, you, you gave them to a developer and they were just like whatever and then didn't do anything about it? Oh yeah, definitely I had that happen. Um, uh, it was just you know again when you get to the point where you're writing stuff or you know you go okay um you know I'm like I haven't found anything and they want you to do some important stuff and then they'll be like. Just write anything. Just find anything at this point. Because, you know, once you get towards the end, I mean, seriously, like, you almost feel like almost everything literally has been written. Like, because you're basically, like, digging... You're combing the desert. Right. <laughs> or that one speck of sand that nobody has found yet. You know, and it's just kind of like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I mean, um, you know, the, there was something that I had found that was, uh... That was, uh, not, not spelled correctly or whatever... And, you know, for me, it's just like, I'm, you know, I'm OCD about stuff. There are times where, like, I look at things and I'm just like, oh, like, I think I corrected Nick on some some spelling thing. And then uh, he's like, damn it. He's like, I know I meant to spell it right, but then it doesn't translate well from brain to hand. I was like, I know Jared does that, too, but I never correct him because he's going to smash me down with his giant black hand. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, again, you know, I, I know there are things that, like, I happen to notice, but that's just how I am. Like, I'm just... I've been basically programmed to find any mistakes with anything, everything like in life because of my upbringing, you know? So it's just like, that's just how I am. So I will find those things that other people won't look for. And, you know, and when you're a QA tester, I think as a female versus like in a whole entire like guy dominated area, you know, you, you feel like you need to bring something a little different to the table. That isn't something that they've probably have already found, you know? So, you know, there's something that I found that was just, it bugged me because I'm just like, ugh. This isn't spelled right or whatever. And then, like, I, I got the message back. It was just kind of like, you know, I'm not going to fix this because, you know, sometimes things are just misspelled in real life. I'm like, 
the fuck? That's what they <laughs> told you. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna fix it because things. This is real life, baby. We wanted to be real yeah. gritty. Yeah, like I, I like that. That was the first time, and that happened early on in, and I was like so upset that I was just like, I want to write this guy back and be like, well, you know what? This is a real life. This is a fucking game. What the fuck? Like, God damn it! I was like so livid because it never, you know, like I said, you know, most times like they'll either tell you something or not, but like that one thing just like irked me to like all oh, hell because I was just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like we're not. This isn't real life. So I'm, gu- right? I'm guessing that wasn't like dialogue, like in like a cutscene or something. That was like something in the background of a scene. That was yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just something I, you know, I, I was walking by and I just happened to see it and I was looking, you know, I was like, oh wait, you know, and then it's just kind of like, <sighs> you know, if I fucking was driving through and someone <laughs> misspelled something, you know, like a like a sign, and all of a sudden the sign says pots instead of stop or whatever, you're like, fuck, what's gonna happen then? People are gonna be dying, fucking running through and shit. No, not all signs are fucking misspelled in real life. I mean, that would be horrible, <laughs> or like a company and it's like. UPS all of a sudden says USPS and you're giving it to UPS to go out and then you know again bad things can happen <laughs> but uh but no but in all seriousness I guess like it you know it's 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 frustrating <laughs> and just, uh, yeah so there are times where they'll bypass certain things or like you know some of the other guys will will have that too like you know life I feel, you know some people will feel like it's a bigger issue and developers some of them will feel like again this is personal speculation or opinion just I feel like sometimes they're like they can't tell me I'm wrong on this. You know, it's fine. I'm not fixing this. It's not that big a deal. I got bigger fish to fry, you know, just kind of the different mentality, you know, and then it just comes down to, I wish you would tell us what you want us to look for then. Right. And they probably write back, well, go find something else in, in this department, you know? <laughs> well, I can imagine, because, I mean, like, just have you, like, you have your quotas and your bosses, and they want you to find certain stuff. They probably have certain things on their on their table that they're yeah. looking for no, like sure. oh, even with the with the site with mtb in general somebody brought up the attention like hey search isn't working that great i'm like dude i got too much shit to take care of to work with to worry about searching right now <laughs> and, you know right. i just let it go how, <laughs> how else am i supposed to find all my well thoughts columns yeah well i, I fixed it eventually so take it easy <laughs> i fixed it eventually but for a while i don't know somebody if you're listening to this and you searched and it didn't work sorry bro <laughs> it's working now though but yeah I mean I I get that but I mean sometimes that can lead to really bad things uh, in the end uh, you know like I mean our search function is it isn't, wasn't used that heavily to begin with so it's not that big of a deal um, but you know in, in a game where you know millions of people are going to play that's a totally different story <laughs> right yeah I mean sometimes I feel like you know I wish they would get through things uh, a little bit more efficiently or just figure out what they want to fix because I mean really you're, you're bringing out a game that you know thousands hundreds of thousands or, or millions you know of people want to play this game and in this day and age I mean the first thing that people want to do is just critique it and find everything that's wrong with it first you know right. yeah. instead of enjoying the game and, and you're that's basically what it is now so it's kind of like you should probably try to fix you know more things off you know more or things more often than not you know, just because you have all these people who, like, get so upset, you know? It's like, oh, Microsoft. They're going to pay $60, which is still premium price. I don't care what these publisher thinks. Right. Like, uh, $60 is still premium price for a video game. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, 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 have, you have the responsibility to 
those millions of people to get to your customers to make sure that you get it right. Right. You know? Uh, which I guess is going to lead me into my question, uh, my, my last question, which is, what happened in Assassin's Creed? Like, you worked on it. Like, like, like <laughs> what happened? Like, they, like, that was Assassin's Creed. I mean, Halo Master Chief Collection was pretty bad. I mean, it had some minor bugs, I think, that came through um, with the AI, but not even in terms of gameplay. Like, the AI, like, you know, some soldiers following you and doing something foolish or running into a wall, but the gameplay itself was fine. And then they had huge, huge network issues. That was the extent of the Master Chief Collection. And they're kind of making up for it by giving out certain DLC for free. Like, uh, I know Spartan Ops, they gave out for free. And when uh, ODST, when that DLC, DLC comes out there, that's coming out for free as well. Uh, but Assassin's Creed was a whole nother monster, man. Like, especially on the Xbox. Oh, my goodness. Like, they, I think the last patch for Assassin's Creed was 7 gigs. A 7 gigabyte patch. Okay. Uh, basically, in order to fix the game for the Xbox One, they had to retexture everything. Uh, so there was a 7-gig patch, and then on top of that, so that patch itself had a bug that would sometimes force people to down, re-download the entire game, so your 7-gig patch would turn into a 40-gig patch. But if the game released, uh, you know, working like it was supposed to, it never would have happened. So as a QA tester, like, I mean, you can only speculate, but what happened? What do you think happened with that game? It was a total shit show. <laughs> you know what? Like, it. I think like when it comes to fixing something, I don't think they always uh scrap or fix the section they want to do like to fix, and they they might work around it. That's the only thing that seems to make sense, and and maybe like the way that you know the coding is written, they forget, and it just fucks up somewhere. I was just trying to think of something that had happened earlier where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, they did this level, but instead of deleting it, they just added more on it, so I, you get to see, like, old crap in there. So I think they just don't take it out. Yeah, but we're and... not we're, we're not just talking about leaving something in. Like, you know, you're playing Assassin's Creed and you see a body stuck on a wall. You know, because there was supposed to be somebody there, and then there wasn't, so they just kind of built a wall around the person. Or whatever. We're talking about faces missing. We're talking about people who are sitting down moving. You know, like long distances. We're talking about Arno, like, hanging, like, like you know, getting stuck on, on walls in certain places. Or him moving through textures. Or, you know, lots of collision. De- oh, I, should, I can't even say collision detection. A lot of non-collision detection going on. Like, the, the just the bug videos in Assassin's Creed were funny but sad at the same time. So, I mean, like, is that, that's this thing, is that bad QA, is that bad development, or are they getting too much pressure from the publisher to get the game out on time? Um, well, I know, I think I know from, you know, working gaming retail before, too, it's, uh, I know, I think, if you are promised a date for, like, a game to come out, at a certain time, or maybe even products. I don't know if it works for in any other like retail industry outside of gaming. But like, if something's supposed to come out on a certain date, I think the company is allowed to like fine the publishers for not having something that has come out because you know you probably have this, have everybody pre-ordering this game to you know pick it up when on the day it comes out, and then now you're pushing it back, and these people are like waiting for a game. I think I think there's some type of thing where you can find 
find them for each game for, you know, X amount for, and then obviously over X amount of days, that, you know, I think there's probably some type of pressure that, you know, when um, everybody's kind of harping on each other to get this done and just puts all this pressure on everybody as a whole. And then, again, you know, I, I don't know how it is for developers, and I just know for, you know, as a QA, and, you know, I, I know for myself, I'm always trying to find any type of issues and put them through to try to get it fixed, but I don't have any power for them to, like, do it if they're not going to do it, you know? So I don't know how, how what it looks like on their end. So, so do, you, do you think, then, that, like, the QA testers for for Unity were just, like, screaming and just shaking their heads, like, as development was coming to a close, and they're like, like, this is terrible, man. Like, we've reported this stuff, and, like, these people have no face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they were just, like, or do you think maybe they were just, like, sitting there, like, okay, you know, like, we know that there's embargoes for some of the media. Like, we're just going to sit down and get our popcorn and just start reading these reviews when those embargoes get lifted. Because <laughs> we did our job. We reported all the bugs. Like, it's out of our hands. <laughs> Three, two, one. Munch, munch, munch. Exactly. <laughs> That is one thing I looked really bad about this as uh, the AC Unity losses, the the review copies, like they they weren't there until release. And that made it look bad. Like Ubisoft knew, they knew that like you know this was gonna be bad. Well, at, at that point, it makes me wonder. Like, I mean, as much as it's it's they're trying to hold the the review copies because they you know they don't want it to get out. Like this game is buggy as shit. But also, it's like the longer they hold the review copies, the better shape those review copies can be because i mean if those bugs are in there you have to presume they were working on that up until like you know the midnight hour like they were like like they were trying to do everything they could to make you know to get what they could fixed and it makes you kind of wonder like what state was that game in like a month before release (laughs) like if that's Uh, what we saw if those are the bugs that they were like we can deprioritize this how bad was it a month before that they were like this is like there's other stuff that we need to work on right and i understand what that game was a new engine and all like they, they were there was a new game engine uh and everything and maybe they were still getting used to their ps4 uh, PS4 and Xbox One development kits, but that was just ridiculous. Like that was just ridiculous, and you don't know who to blame in those situations. You know, do you blame the testers? Like, because I just can't believe QA testers would be that, that bad that they would let such a widespread issue pass by. And well, especially though, like again, like going back to the whole concept of the quotas. Like, I would have to think there's no way that a QA team, like. Nobody in the team is going to be like, hey, let's not report the faces issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's getting written up. And, and so it really, I, I think, I, I think really it comes down to, I guess, it, it really, I guess, would be interesting is to see sort of like the email threads going on between management and the developers. Because you have to figure the developers are like, we need more time to fix all this stuff. Like you said, this is a shit show. And the, then you know, Ubisoft is just like, it's going out. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, hug your kids, you know, say your prayers. It's going out as it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just another major developer just, you know, sending a bunch of, of uh, other employees from their company to, to opposing company and they just sat on their hands. Yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, it just, that was just bad. And I don't know. I think, I don't know. I'm curious to see what games are going to be like this holiday season because that was like the height. Like, how does it get worse than that? You know, <laughs> how, how does it get worse than that? It can. I'm not going to say it can't get worse. <laughs> They'll find a way. <laughs> They'll find a way, but like, I mean, 
now Ubisoft and uh, not not Bungie, sorry, three four three, they're losing money on things that they were planning on making money from. Like Ubisoft was counting on the money that they were going to get from the DLC, which is now free. Uh, one of the first, like the first of the like two D games they're doing, that was going to cost money. Now it's not uh, for people who bought the uh, for people who bought the season pass. You know. That's free for them, so yeah, like, like I can't imagine. Like they're, they're I think they, they they're gonna want to take the QA process way more seriously, and this has made gamers even more cautious about buying games when they first come out, because games were already gamers were already cautious anyway. A lot of gamers were waiting for sales and price drops and things like that, and now it's like, well, why should I buy the game if I if I'm not even gonna be able to play it? You know. Like like I said, I like for Halo, the fact that the multiplayer wasn't working that great really didn't affect me. I mean, I don't play Halo multiplayer uh, like that. However, you know, for, uh, for the vast majority of people who bought that game, they wanted to play the multiplayer, and then lo and behold, they can't. Yeah. You know, they can't do it. So, I don't know. All right, but yeah, I don't think we have any other questions for you because we definitely asked more questions than we thought we would. I mean, I guess how overall would you rate your QA experience or working in that process? Uh, personally, I, I'd probably give it like a 7.25 out of 10, I guess. 7.25? Yes. That, that's very precise. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I spend time reading girls with my guy friends all the time, so I'm pretty precise on numbers now. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was... It was nice to go there, you know, being someone that likes to play games and has, you know, I help with the site stuff. I've worked in the gaming industry and and doing it from a different aspect and just being able to see it from the other side was like an eye opener, you know, and just seeing what goes on and and just more to learn is something that I really enjoyed. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's fun to do as long as you don't want to like kill someone all the time, I guess. <laughs> Right. Um, but I mean, overall, I mean, I I did enjoy it. It was something that you know, obviously, I'm going back to go could do again, you know, just because it's it's fun because I I like being part of the community where it's just like you're helping, and I can only help so much, obviously. So, you know, Jarrett, don't kill me for anything I might have done wrong because you think I I, I might have done something wrong and something's broken. It's not my fault. I I did my really hardest and bestest ever. <laughs> Uh, I didn't like I said I didn't find any problems with the game. Actually, I mean I'm like I said, I'm not gonna mention the game, but I'm not necessarily well, I used to be a big fan of the game and then things kinda it kinda cooled off for me, but uh, this game was pretty good. When I talked to people about this game, it was good. I didn't run into any bugs. I thought I felt it was worth it. Um I I liked it. So good job. There wasn't anything wrong with it. I thought it was fine. I get to live another day. You get to live another day, yeah. I was totally cool with it. Now, if you worked on Assassin's Creed Unity, that would be a totally different story. I mean, you would be having, like... A <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a way better story. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, because I'd be in the kitchen baking cookies and making food and not allowed to talk anymore, do anything. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh... No, no, like I said, this I was very surprised that I liked this one as much as I did. Um, I guess if people really want to figure it out, they could figure it out, you know, you know what game was, but we're not going to talk about that here. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But, uh, 
yeah, anything else you want to say about Kiwi that you think people should know? Or... Uh, I mean, if it's something that anybody ever wants to try, just know it's... I mean, it's really, like, below entry level. <laughs> That's how I feel about it, because it's not, I mean, you know, it's not, like, a big deal job to most people, but it is for someone who likes to play games, you know? Like, someone that wants to be, like, proud of, you know, being in that kind of community, and that, you know, if you are interested in ever doing stuff like that, to, like, really, like, put work into it, and don't be one of those guys that just kind of sits there and not really do their work, because they're like, oh... I don't have to do anything but play games all day long. You're not helping the rest of your peers who really enjoy playing this game. You know, like any game. So, I mean, that's, I don't know, I guess, I guess what I would say about that. And, you know, I don't know. It's fun. Okay. Alright, so then I think that's going to bring us to a close of this special edition MASHcast. Uh, in terms of the regular MASHcast, it'll be back soon. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> you have to ask that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, it'll be back soon. We just we're just taking a break with it uh, because you know we wanted to make it better. You know we don't want to do a half-ass show. We want to make it better. Me and Nick have been talking about that, and we're gonna bring that back. Uh, we've improved several of our other podcasts, which you know like I think Wild Talk is doing is doing very well right now. Everybody seems to be settled in. You know that's at least that that's what it feels like. You know, everybody seems to be uh, settled in to WoW Talk and, uh, you know, uh, talking about that. And Orbit, uh, is doing, everybody's doing well there, and they will talk about it. Even Double Tap. Double Tap has gotten much better. Not a lot of noise from Meza now. So you're welcome for that, because his mic was terrible. You can say <laughs> it. It's okay. His mic was horrible. So, but <laughs> we, 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 we've, been, uh, we, we've been fixing that, but... um. Yeah, we like them like we don't want to just do like a half-ass mash cast or give you the same thing over and over again or just talk about things that you've heard other places. You know, we want to do something new and make it worth listening. You know, because you, if you spend an hour, more realistically, hour and a half listening every week, you know, we want to make sure it's worth it, right, Nick? Yeah. Maybe you guys just coined the term that you don't want to assassin creed it. <laughs> we don't want to assassin creed it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> that ain't that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, thanks for listening. Like I said, well, the MASHcast will be back soon. I mean, if we're not back before E3, we would definitely at least have a special edition for E3, Nick. I All hope right. so. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have, well, I'm pretty sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Actually, it's funny because you know, I'll read an article or something. I'm like, man, I can't wait to talk about that in the MASHcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. We got to make it better first. A better, a faster, stronger mash cast. You know, but yeah. So in the meantime, though, uh, you can listen. You can listen to Wow Talk, which is biweekly, uh, in orbit, which is monthly. Uh, House of Wolves comes out soon, so uh, expect to hear our thoughts on that. We're doing. We're gonna do the um, our, our podcast a week after House of Wolves, so that everybody gets a chance to play it. Uh, and uh, we also have Double Tap, which is monthly. And actually, Evo is going to be coming up soonish, so that uh, it's just it, things are heating up over there for Double Tap. So make sure you listen to all those. Uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud.com/slash match those buttons. You can catch us on uh, iTunes or on Stitcher Smart Radio, which that plays on. Android and iOS devices. Uh, Mashcast is on Player FM. It is on Pocket Cast. We have an RSS feed. If you prefer, just put it into whatever device you want to. So you know, there's that. 
Um, you can catch us on Facebook.com slash Smash Those Buttons. We are on uh, Twitter at Twitter.com slash MTB site. We are on YouTube, which is YouTube.com slash Smash Those Buttons. And uh, yeah, that's it. So as always, thank you for listening. We will catch you guys next time. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah.